Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. But right now, this moment, in Buffalo, New York, the Buffalo Bills are tied with the Denver Broncos, 15-all. Less than seven minutes left in the game. Denver Broncos threatening to put a score up on the board as they are, I think they're in their red zone. I think they're in the red zone. Let's see what they do. This game, noted because of Buffalo's four turnovers. Two interceptions. Two fumbles. When it looks like the Buffalo Bills are going to get things going, they turn the ball over. And right now, Denver trying to continue on. If Buffalo loses this game, they fall to 5-5. Five and five. That's ugly. And there are going to be a lot of upset folks in Buffalo. I know they already are, even if they go ahead and win this game. We'll keep you up to date on it as it continues. Thank you so much to Carlos Ortiz for holding it down for us on the boards in New York City. And thank you to you for tuning in and listening to the show. I get started every weeknight at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. So that means I've been here for an hour already. We've had an opportunity to talk about Jim Harbaugh's proclamation that despite his suspension and the cheating scandal, that Michigan is America's team. We had an opportunity to talk about Bill Belichick. Unfortunately, the Patriots, they had to take another L. This time in Germany, they lost to the Colts 10-6, to and the Patriots, with a record of 2-8, and it's their worst record since 2000 when Bill Belichick took over. We talked about the Browns, one of the best defenses in the NFL, also now with a record of 6-3 and after beating the Ravens. We'll keep you up to date on this current active game between the Broncos and the Bills, tied at 15. And then I do want to talk about I want to get some basketball in here because the Clippers absolutely stink. Uh, C.J. Stroud is playing like one of the best rookie quarterbacks the NFL has ever seen. And then, yeah, we, we, had, we had two beatdowns yesterday. Giants got smacked around. Jets got smacked around. But C.D. Lamb has some, uh, just a bold proclamation about his standing in the league. We'll, we'll get into that. Uh, momentarily. 855-212-4CBS is the number. You can find me online. I'm everywhere at JR Sport Brief. We got Chris from South Carolina. He's been waiting patiently uh, throughout the break 
as Denver just scores a touchdown. 21 to 15 before the extra point. Chris from South Carolina, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, JR, how's it going, man? It's going real well, man. What's on your mind? Uh, well, I was listening to your show, and I noticed a Brady hater called in, and I wanted to touch on that topic as well as another topic. Okay. Well, uh, Bra- he- was the gentleman a Brady hater? Is that what it is? Oh, yeah, they're all around, man. You know, the guy's okay. retired, and he's at home hanging out, but he still fires people up for some reason. I'm not, I'm not sure why. Okay, go, but- go ahead. I want to understand. I don't think he was hating on Brady, but help me understand. Okay, then that must be my mistake. I run into him quite a bit. Okay, no worries. So, he made a comment that Brady left the Patriots because he saw the ship was sinking. Right. Now, I I follow a lot of sports, and I'm really interested in behind-the-scenes stuff, so I may be wrong, but everything that I read from reputable sources and everything that I heard, it wasn't Brady leaving the Patriots. It was Belichick did not want Brady anymore. So, I think that's a very, very important point. Uh, regarding this whole Brady left the thinking shit. And also, I'll throw on top of that, time reveals all truth. And I, I, I want to say, I don't want to use certain words, but I really am hoping that Mac Jones gets traded away. And I think at that time, we'll see that Belichick's time has, has long passed and he needs to go ahead and retire before he ruins his legacy that Brady built for him. Wow. All right. Well, well Chris, I, I think to, to put things in proper perspective, yeah, we, we heard the stories of, of Bill Belichick being ready to move on from, from Tom Brady and at one point wanting to, you know, hand the reins over to Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, we, we've seen that. But then we also know that the New England Patriots uh, then won the Super Bowl early in 2019. And it seemed to be that, hey, it doesn't matter who you wanted as QB – I just won the Super Bowl. And I think when, when it was time to go and the relationship ran its course, Tom Brady left. And I, I think I, I don't see it too much of a difference in what you guys just said. Like, we know that Belichick wanted to move on, and then they still won. They ended up winning another Super Bowl, and then he left the following season after they lost to the Titans. So I, I just think ultimately the writing was on the wall we have never seen a relationship in the NFL last or exist in such a way. It's, it's almost like, hey, you've, you've done so much. It's time to move on to another challenge. It's time for greener pastures. So I don't think either one of you guys are wrong. Okay. Uh, the other thing I'll say is as far as uh, 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 the sinking ship scenario, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Belichick – spend more money in that offseason after Brady than he had the previous 10 years with Brady as far as acquiring free agent talent. Well, how did it how did it work out though? When you look at that and that's that, one that's of the reasons. Point. When you take that, a look at the I'm sorry? Go ahead. Oh no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. When you take a look at the players that the Patriots have drafted and you start thinking about the money that was spent, whether it's uh, John U. Smith's of the world and Hunter Henry's of the what has it netted them? I mean, they have a record right now of two and eight. Right. So, so uh, uh, maybe I didn't uh, present it the right way. Yes, the team was down, but Belichick tried to fix that on his own. What was the only thing missing? Brady. 
not a good quarterback, but Brady. I feel like Brady is one of those quarterbacks. He just makes everything work and makes everybody better. And yeah, we, we know of that. His play, go yeah, ahead. We, we know that. Okay. So, so <laughs> I'm I, saying, I, Chris, like, what are you? I feel like you're trying to make a point to make a point. Like, Tom Brady was no. great. I think We have 20 years of knowing that. No, no, no. I'm not making a – no, the point I'm making is, as far as this uh, uh, Brady left, and it's an argument that goes all around that the Brady and Belichick relationship was great and they needed each other, I completely disagree. I think Brady made Belichick, and I think it's been playing out over the last couple of years. Okay. Well, I, I would disagree with that because I, I would say that you actually need a sound structure and environment for winning. And and Tom Brady, as as a quarterback, as, as the guy, was the leader of doing that. Any great team needs a great player to lead you. I don't care what sport it is. Uh, the, yes, the, the coach can't go out there and coach garbage cans to a championship, but the coach also has to provide the environment uh, conducive to winning. And I think if you look across the NFL, that's that's not always the case. So uh, to say that one is valued more so than the other, of course, the players have to go out there and play, but you have to have an environment. And so, yes, one hand does wash the other. But we know that the players, they they do hold more importance because they got to play. And so I'm not going to disagree with you there. But when it does come down to, oh, well, what happened? Yes, Tom Brady made, uh, you know, chicken salad out of you know what chicken, you know what? But there comes a point in time where that ain't going to work. I mean, he was able to go to a team that had more talent than what he left. Just from an offensive standpoint. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had an offensive line that he could work with. Uh, They just drafted an offensive lineman. We know about the two wide receivers that they had in regards to, to Godwin and Evans. At the time, they had Leonard Fournette, who's now sitting on the bench here in Buffalo. And and so he had a ready-made team. And then even going to that team, he had to go out there and fight through adversity. People were saying, oh, my God, Tom Brady is washed. Look at Tom Brady throwing ducks. Tom Brady throwing interceptions. And then the man ended up winning the Super Bowl. And then we heard nothing else about it. And then he wanted to quit. And then he wanted to come back. And then even his team stunk on the way out the door. And nobody's going to remember any of that about Tom Brady. People are going to look at him and say, hey, this is one of the greatest QBs, if not the greatest, most definitely the most accomplished of all time. And that's how things go. I mean, people are going to have the, was it Brady or is it Belichick? Is it Brady or is it Belichick? People are going to have that conversation forever. Can, can we just accept the fact that, man, you got a great coach, you got a world-changing player, and there you have it. I mean, do we not want to give Phil Jackson credit for uh, what he did with the, the Lakers and, and then also the Bulls? Oh, well, yeah, of course he had Kobe and Shaq, but somebody has to go out there and make sure that these dudes can actually play. I mean, it's uh, just just wild stuff. Hey, well, let me ask, Carlos, what are your thoughts on, on the whole Brady this, Belichick that, and one guy can't have this without the other? What do you say? It's a chicken and the egg scenario of who, what came first. I'm not going to separate the two because we don't have any evidence short of Brady winning the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. I mean, it's... It's an argument that kind of runs around in circle, Jr. because we know what the history are. They had each other. You know, there wasn't a longer period of time other than 
Brady being in Tampa for those two, three years, and that netted one championship out of the three. So, you know, you would, I guess, give the slight edge to Brady, but it's one of those arguments that's just kind of pointless. It's it's almost the who's the greatest of all time argument. It kind of Everybody has their own opinion on it. Yeah, we, we know one thing for certain. You bring up a great point. We ain't going to get 20 more years of Bill Belichick coaching. We're not. We've had the dude here for 23 seasons leading the New England Patriots. And so, yeah, even even Bill Belichick, and this is this is natural. This is like a life cycle. Even Bill Belichick at this point in time is nearing his end, not because he's old, but partially, yes, he is. He ain't going to be around for too much longer. And after you do this with, with Tom Brady for 20-plus years, what the hell else more do you want? Like, this is not how the NFL is supposed to go. This is not how the NFL goes. You get a quarterback, you'd be lucky if you have him for about 10-plus years, not 20 years in seven titles. That's not how it goes. And I know people will look at Bill Belichick. People will crap on him and, and what he did, benching Bernie Kosar with the Browns, and, oh, he's stinking a joint up. And he got a second chance. I would think the dude knows a thing or two. Bill Belichick is a football lifer, military family. The man was a defensive coordinator for some other great uh, head coach and, and Bill Parcells. Can we give him the benefit of the doubt? I don't think Bill Belichick woke up and just, whoop, there's Tom Brady, and now his, his fortunes automatically changed. Would he have been guaranteed to have all of these damn rings, set six of them? No, no, not at all. It does take a great player. I think anybody with half a brain can go ahead and tell you that. I don't think Phil Jackson is dumb enough to tell you, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, well, I got all those championships, uh, you know, because of me and Scottie Pippen. No, it's because of Michael Jordan. That's just the facts. You ain't winning nothing if you don't have a great player to help lead you. If you don't have great players, you got to have talent to go ahead and win. I think that goes without saying. So I don't think anybody's crapping on Tom Brady. I think, any, if anything, Bill Belichick, I feel at this point in time, is, is in his whole tenure, just criticized undeservedly. If you want to take a dump on Bill Belichick for drafting, if you want to look at him and what he's done with his coaching decisions, how he spent money and free agents, I think that's all legitimate over the past few years. But when you look at the full body of work, please give Bill Belichick a break. Please. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The Buffalo Bills. How about this? I can't even say that they're showing some life. The Buffalo Bills just scored. Josh Allen just ran in a touchdown. And the Buffalo Bills decided to kick an extra point, taking a 22-21 to 21 lead after their four turnovers tonight. Josh Allen's 32nd game, career game, with a pass and rushing touchdown. The Denver Broncos decided to go for a two-point conversion on their last touchdown, and so they are now down a point instead of being up one. Sean Payton looking to... Uh, Go for a little bit of a gamble. No certainty that it's going to pay off. There's a minute and 55 seconds left in the game. 
uh, the Denver Broncos will have an opportunity to go down the field and either punch it in for a game-winning touchdown or potentially kick a game-winning field goal up in Buffalo. At least the fans will be, uh, I guess, a little happier. Buffalo Bills fans are a little ticked off at, at this entire night. Four turnovers, but with a chance to win. Buffalo leads again. 22 to 21. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855 2124 CBS is the number. You can find me at JR Sport Brief. We'll give you an update on Monday Night Football. And then I do want to talk to you about C.D. Lamb making a bold proclamation about his standing in the NFL. Don't move. It's CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, JR, man? I want to first by saying uh, I love the show and thank you for keeping the show real on so many different topics. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. This has turned into be a good game here. Monday Night Football. A lot of turnovers, yeah. Buffalo Bills lead the Broncos 22-21. to There's 35 seconds left on the clock. Denver down to one timeout. Russell Wilson was just sacked. They are in Buffalo Bills territory, and Russell Wilson was sent backwards. This is now going to be third down 
as Denver is running out of uh, chances and opportunities. I had mentioned uh, them going for two, and I said Sean Payton went out there and, uh, you know, decided to, to roll the dice. No, it was a, a fumbled snap on the extra point. Uh, otherwise, this game would have just been tied up, and, and we would have either gone into overtime or these uh, Denver Broncos wouldn't have had an opportunity here to win straight away. But they still do third down. Hey, Carlos, what, what do you think, man? Buffalo going to hold on to win, right? Yeah, I would think so. But you know what? This wouldn't have been surprising if Denver would have beat them. I mean, Buffalo hasn't they looked good a couple weeks. Oh, no, no. They, they have looked like as, as he bombs away. Okay, down. Oh, my God. Wow. This is nutty. Wow. Russell Wilson over here baiting them into pass interference. They, they oh, my God. We're going to get back to this game because things are getting nutty right now. Everybody in Buffalo might absolutely lose their minds. Johnson called on pass interference against, it looks like, Jerry Judy. I might have spoke too soon. You see, but this is such, these are one of these wild games where you wake up and Denver might just, they might shank the field goal attempt. You know what I'm saying, Carlos? They may just wake up and shank the field goal. Yeah, Lutz already uh, missed an extra point, so who knows? And this is it's it's ballsy as well, because I see Russell Wilson going deep and I'm saying, okay, this is a free shot. Even Josh Allen has his hands on his head right now. Can't believe the pass interference that sets them up, resets the the, the downs. And they're going to have an opportunity to. Oh, my God. They're just taking knees right now. You know, Sean Payton, that's real ballsy to go out there and say, hey, let's just lift one up. And now they got to trust the uh, the field goal kicker to go out there and do it. This is about to be a disaster season for the Buffalo Bills if they fall to 5-5. Five and five. I know a couple of seasons ago they, they, they went on a winning streak after a little downswing uh, to go into the playoffs. But I, I don't think you you just wake up. And, and stop turning the ball over, whether it is it's Josh Allen or whether it's Cook. This, is, uh, this has been a nightmare. This has been a nightmare. 855-212-4CBS. Before we get into what could potentially be a, a back-breaking loss for the Buffalo Bills this season, I did mention to you that there is a wide receiver in the NFL right now who's really feeling himself. And that happens to be C.D. Lamb. If you didn't watch the game, I don't blame you. It was a complete destruction. Uh, the New York Giants look like they belong in a developmental league. And the Dallas Cowboys went out and smoked them 49-17. to I guess uh, a little bit better of a result for the New York Giants. The last time they played the Cowboys, they got beat 40 to nothing. Dak Prescott had four touchdowns, had another one rushing. C.D. Lamb, 11 receptions, 151 yards. And then after the game, C.D. Lamb decided to go out there and proclaim that he is the best wide receiver in the game. Now, it's taken a few years for him to get there. He's 24 years old. He got plenty of years in front of him to continue to improve, plenty of prime years in front of him. And last night, or yesterday afternoon, it was the third straight game that C.D. Lamb 
had at least 10 receptions and 150 receiving yards. That is an NFL record. And so that prompted him after the game to tell everybody that he's the best wideout in the game right now. And I got to be honest, there's nothing wrong with the bravado. There's nothing wrong with, you know, telling everybody how damn good you are after a couple of games. But let other people say it, right? Go out there and and prove it on a week-to-week basis. We got guys like Tyreek Hill in the league. We got dudes like A.J. Brown. I mean, C.D. Lamb, all things considered right now in the season, he's sixth in receptions. He's third in receiving yards. If you have to think about touchdowns, he has four of them. He's not even in the, the top category there as this man. You knew it was going to happen. Oh, my God. Hey, Carlos, what the hell is going on here? There is a defensive penalty. He's going to get another shot at it. Oh, my God. 12 men Will on the field. Lutz kicked the field goal. The Buffalo Bills had 12 dudes on the field, and Will Lutz missed it. Was there a guy running off, or was he still one, two, three? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. And then you got the, the center. The Buffalo Bills really stay. Oh my God. The Buffalo Bills don't deserve to win anything. If this man hits this field goal, there's four seconds left here on the clock. 36 yard attempt. He's got he gotta miss it again. Come on, man. What do we got here? And this time he nails it. Oh, my God. The Denver Broncos, it is a final score. The Denver Broncos just beat the Buffalo Bills 24-22. to 22. Buffalo falls to 5-5. Five and five. The Denver Broncos improve to 4-5. And, and the Buffalo Bills just continue to stink this joint up. The Bills have now lost four out of their last five games. They just lost to Cincinnati. Tonight, they turned the ball over and penalties, and the Buffalo Bills just don't look prepared. I mean, they gave this game away. Literally, the Buffalo Bills handed this game away to the Denver Broncos. And I know about the injuries, and we can go through all the injuries to the defense and Tredavious White already done with the Achilles and Micah Hyde out tonight with a neck and and they're missing starters all over the damn place. But the Buffalo Bills headed into this game not being able to generate any offense. And tonight, in its simplest form, four turnovers, a crucial penalty to end the game, two crucial uh, penalties, a pass interference, and then also 12 men on the field. Wow. I didn't think we'd enter into this game with two teams going in opposite directions. The Buffalo Bills are about to get slaughtered all over the place tomorrow. And Russell Wilson, I mean, for the first time, I don't want to say in a long time, he's smiling. Buffalo Bills walking off. The, and, and this, I, I got to be real, man. Buffalo Bills suck. Are they going to turn things around this season? I wasn't necessarily screaming and yelling 
about what they were going to look like this year, and I wasn't too concerned. But, but, but let's be real. They're garbage right now. And unless they're just going to win out the rest of the season, I, I don't have confidence. The final numbers here. Josh Allen, 177 yards passing, two interceptions. They had that fumble. James Cook had an early fumble leading to a score. Uh, Gabe Davis had a ball bounce off his hands for one of Josh Allen's interceptions. And then at the end of the game, that, 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 that pass interference and then 12 men on the field. Buffalo fans have to feel like, I don't know, I was going to say Giants fans or Jets fans, but uh, that's, exclusive, uh, that's exclusive territory. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to talk more about this game as the night continues on. I know there are going to be a lot of people with a lot of opinions about the Bills and even the Broncos as the Broncos are trying to turn their season around. And the Buffalo Bills, ironically, they're trying to hold on to theirs. We're going to talk about this game. We're going to hear from some of the players. We'll hear some of the big plays tonight. Absolutely nuts. The Bills deciding to give away this game. 855-212-4CBS is the number. We'll talk about the game, as I mentioned. And you know what? Let's get into this, too. On the other side of the break, Bills aren't the only team that stinks. I need to get this team out the way. They also wear red, white, and blue. They are the Clippers. We're going to get into the Clippers. We'll talk about this Monday night football game. We do need to show C.J. Stroud some love. At least he is looking up in a positive direction. It's a lot to do. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. And right now, it's time for a newsflash with Marco Belletti. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Wow. The Denver Broncos tonight. They upset the Bills in Buffalo. The final score 24 to 22. Josh Allen. Oof. Sixth straight game with an interception. He now leads the NFL with interceptions with 11. This is also absolutely terrible. He has 14 total turnovers. That is the most in the NFL this season for Josh Allen. Uh, Four turnovers in the entire game for Buffalo. And then just a, a terrible way to end the game. Buffalo comes back to take a lead. Uh, against Denver late in the game. Uh, Denver botches the extra point, so they uh, Buffalo has a 22-21 to 21 lead. And then it looks like the, the Buffalo Bills defense is going to keep the Denver Broncos from even getting into field goal position. They sack Russell Wilson, and then Russell Wilson throws a, a, a deep ball, just like a gimme, just to see if they can get closer And they do. Buffalo gets called for pass interference, setting the Denver Broncos up for a game-winning field goal. And then Denver misses the game-winning field goal, but there was a penalty. Twelve men on the damn field. And so the Buffalo Bills bail them out 
twice. Once with the pass interference to set up the field goal, and another time after he misses the field goal, 12 men on the field. Uh, Will Lutz knocks it down the second time as time expires, and Denver wins 24-22. to The Buffalo Bills fall to 5-5 five and five on the season. The Denver Broncos improve to 4-5. and five. And for the Bills, if you look at their schedule, things don't get any easier. Yeah, they got the Jets coming up next. But then they have Philly, Kansas City, the Cowboys, the Chargers, always a shootout, the Patriots who suck, and then the Dolphins who we know can go out there and put up points. I mean, heading into tonight's game, the Buffalo Bills have had more punts than touchdowns over the last five games. That's 14 to 13. And tonight they add four more turnovers here. Uh, to, to what they have going on. Absolutely terrible. We got a lot of callers here with a lot of thoughts and a lot of opinions on what took place tonight. Josh Allen, this is what was feared when he came out of college, that he was a little too gunslinger-esque, that he was capable of sometimes of turning the ball over too much. And although he leads the NFL in completion percentage, uh, more than 70% heading into tonight, He's also good at giving the ball away to the other team. There also happens to be a matter of discipline. Sean McDermott, as rightfully so, should get chewed out for what this team has looked like. Injuries have not helped the Buffalo Bills, and they will be hard-pressed. They're going to have to go on one hell of a run to get back into the playoff picture. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, before we move on, I want you to listen right now to the Bills Radio Network. I told you about that missed field goal by Will Lutz. Uh, Will Lutz got bailed out. Let's listen to this call from the Bills Radio Network. And now they got to hurry the team onto the field to try to kick a game-winning field goal. 15 seconds, 14 seconds. This is going to be a 41-yarder from the right hash. 10 seconds. Nine seconds, eight. Here's the snap. Hold is down. Kick is on the way. There's a flag on the play, and it's no good. What's the flag? 12 men on defense. Five-yard penalty. Still fourth down. So the field goal was no good, but it's negated by 12 men on the field. Denver will get a second chance to kick this field goal. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh, but it's, it's sickening. It's sickeningly funny. This is the game winning field goal from the Bills radio network. Listen to this. So now you're five yards closer. So it's a 36 yard field goal from the right hash. Kick is up and it is good at the gun. The Denver Broncos have won here in Buffalo for the first time since 2007 when they also won on a last-second field goal to win 15-14. to Okay, okay. Now let's hear the winner's side. This is the Broncos radio network with the game-winning field goal. Maybe I think there'll be more excitement. And this ball spotted far hash at the 26, an attempt of 36 yards for the win. Lutz kicks it on the way and it is good 
ahead. The Broncos can celebrate because they have come to Buffalo and upset the Bills by a final score of 24 to 22. The Buffalo Bills tonight, they, they, they're like masochists. It's like, they, it's like they're paying to get their asses whooped. It's like they're getting beat. It's like they're punching themselves in the head. This, this was bad. This was ugly. David is calling from Buffalo. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, David. Hey, JR. Appreciate taking my call tonight, man. Um, what a bad loss tonight for the Bills. I mean, they just beat themselves. Uh, you know, the turnovers were ridiculous from Allen. The fumbles from James Cook. The play calling was atrocious. And it all comes back to McDermott with the 12 men on the field and just his coaching in general. Um, to me, I heard they had a players-only meeting this past week. Those never work out. Those are never good at any any level of pro sports. Um, this team's a mess, dude. The schedule's brutal. Um, I don't know what to say, man. I think they need a new voice. Um, <laughs> I think, to me, it's time for you know a change with the Bills and the coaching staff. Need an offensive mind because um, there's talent there, but it's it's not going to happen with McDermott. He's he's Marty Schottenheimer at best. Okay, thank you, David, for calling from Buffalo. Yeah, well, we know that change ain't happening now, okay? They're not going to get rid of Sean McDermott throughout the course of the season, especially with his additional, uh, you know, now responsibilities outside of being the head coach, also uh, worrying about what they do out there on the defense. And this this should be very, very interesting. And we'll we'll get to this next hour. Josh Allen is speaking to the media. And listening to him is going to be a lot of fun. Not, not, not really. It's going to be real miserable. He looks very miserable. He had a miserable expression on his face at the end of the game, especially with the penalties and the field goals, et cetera, and on and on. His comments are going to be real telling. Kenneth is calling from Miami. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Kenneth? Hey, how you doing, man? Listen, very well. Man, Josh Allen, he's, he's, like, he's not that good, man. Let's be honest right now. His first year, he was atrocious. Yeah, I know, like, a lot of quarterbacks struggle their first year and stuff. But come on, man. Let's be real. As soon as his, his coordinator left uh, Brian Dable to the Giants, he, he just completely disappeared of how he was, man. He had one good game. Like, he had that one game against the Chiefs that was, like, you know, the thriller. And it went down to the wire. And now everybody started having an number for that. But he hasn't done anything. He's, he's like, he hasn't accomplished anything, but we're going to put him on this pedestal. Like, come on, man. Look at tonight. He's Like you just said, he's leading the league in interceptions and everything. Like, he, he, and he does this every year. He gets everybody by the, like, he drags them in, and he, he's just not that good, man. Like, come on, let's just be real right now. And I know I may be sounding biased because I'm from Miami, and he's in my division because I'm a Dolphins fan, but let's be real, JR. He's not that good, man. Come on. Oh, well, I think that's a I think that's a terrible take to have, Kenneth. Thank you for calling from Miami. That's a that's a gross exaggeration. If you want to say that Josh Allen is crap right now, I think you are 100 percent correct. And I think Josh Allen, as he sits here and talks to the media this very moment that I talk to you, I'm pretty certain that he is admitting that he is playing like garbage right now. OK, you can't take away the fact that Josh Allen leads the NFL right now 
with the most turnovers in the league at 14. You can't ignore the fact that Josh Allen right now has the most interceptions in the NFL, overtaking Mr. Mac Jones now with 11 following his two interceptions tonight. But to say that Josh Allen just is not that good or just isn't good or hasn't been good, man, that ain't fair. Okay, I think that you would take a look at a lot of quarterbacks throughout the course of the NFL, and I think that there are a lot of teams that would sign up to have Josh Allen as their QB. And so if you want to look at him as a flawed QB who is prone to turnovers, yeah, this is what we heard when he was back in college and got drafted out of Wyoming. But you can't say that he's terrible. Every year, up until last year, the man has improved as a quarterback, whether it be yardage, completion percentage, touchdowns, he incrementally got better year after year after year. So if you want to tell me that Josh Allen sucks right now, go for it. If you want to tell me that Josh Allen, what has he won? He hasn't won anything. That's fine. Yeah, he ain't won no damn Super Bowl. He hasn't gone yet. But to say that that he's not that good, please spare me. Let's stick to reality. He stinks right now. There's no disputing that. To say he's not that good, Let's slow your roll. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Adam is calling from Toronto. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, leave it to a Dolphins fan to call Josh Allen not that good when two under threw a wide open receiver last week in Germany. But I'll leave it at that. JR, I am sick. I am so sick right now. I, I, name me a more Buffalo Bills loss than this right now. Look, John, say what you want about Allen. He's playing terrible. I, I'll admit it. The first interception was not his fault. That was Gabe Davis blatantly dropping the ball. Um, look, I, I, you got to get rid of McDermott. Either now, I, I know you won't do it now. I know. But either now or the end of the season. Because McDermott has reached his peak with this team. And I, I, I'm a McDermott fan. And he did a wonderful job for us coming in and cleaning up the mess. And he got him back to the playoffs, but he's reached his peak. And his peak was that 13-second game, man. I mean, this offense has not looked good at all except for against the one game against the Dolphins. This offense has come out slow. It's stagnant. It's not in rhythm. I mean, the only good thing that I can take out of this game is that at least the Bills will miss the playoffs and they will have to get rid of their entire coaching staff because you've got to get rid of Dorsey and you got got to get rid of McDermott, man. I mean, I'm... How do you lose on too many men on the field? Like, I'm in so much pain and agony as a Bills fan, man. This is, I'm disgusted with this team right now. I hear you. Well, I, I think you are in, a, uh, in a, a, a full group. I don't know if there's enough room for everybody who's disgusted with the Bills, Adam. Thank you so much uh, for calling from Toronto. Uh, no, this, this was embarrassing. If there was one issue that I would take with the, with the Buffalo Bills over the past few seasons, it is kind of what type of talent do you have on offense surrounding Josh Allen? There have been too many instances over the past several seasons where Josh Allen feels like he has to go out there and be Superman, where he has to get the first down, and, and we've seen him get the ball out. But, but let's be real now. Is Gabe Davis breaking a game open? You got Kincaid now out there. Is he breaking a game open? I've thought for years he's needed just a little bit more help on the offensive side, outside of bringing in Stephon Diggs. But now he's turning the ball over. I don't think they have the running game that they should. James Cook is nice. Latavius Murray is a veteran. But they they, they got their work cut out for him. 
The Buffalo Bills are now 5-5. Five and five. I would consider their season to be cooked. I still believed in them to be able to turn this thing around. Not after tonight. There's too much of an uphill climb. Uh, this was a team last year that was looked upon as being a Super Bowl contender. Josh Allen was supposed to be an MVP candidate. Well, all of that has completely cratered out. I mean, they, they got the same damn record, I think, now as the Raiders. Is that where you thought the Buffalo Bills were going to be? Yeah, not, not, not quite. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The Denver Broncos surprised the Bills tonight, 24-22. Matter of fact, the Bills just give this one away. I'm going to get to more of your calls. We're going to hear from Josh Allen soon. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 